Hi, boys and girls. I am in the Hustai National Park here in Mongolia, chilling here in my yurt. Um, if you can't hear, there's a crackling fire going off next to me inside the stove, which keeps this place pretty warm, or it's warming up. We just checked in, so it was cold when we arrived. Um, <clears throat> um, there's snow on the ground. It's uh, The last time I checked the temperature, it was 6 degrees, um, but that was in a different area. It might be a little colder here, and it's about to be nightfall. The sun just went down. Um, so just to rewind, um, today I woke up um, at the Golden Gobi Hostel in Ulaanbaatar and got picked up by... Turoga, my driver, and then we picked up Gure, um, my guide. Um, two really nice guys. Um, we basically drove to Chinggis Khan statue, which is about 60 kilometers outside of Ulaanbaatar, or UB as they call it. Um, and it's this big 40 meter tall statue of Chinggis Khan. Um, it's made out of aluminum and steel, so it's bright and shiny, um, very beautiful. Um, you get to climb up inside the horse and inside the statue. <clears throat> um, we also went to another national park that was really beautiful. Um, just saw some cool scenery, some different tourist camps. Um, this rock they call Turtle Rock. It's kind of the shape of a turtle, obviously. And then... Um, we went to this temple. Um, it's uh, up on this hill. This meditation temple is quite beautiful. I took some pictures of it. Um, and um, then we had lunch. Um, really, we had some of the Mongolian dumplings called bolts, if I'm saying that right. And then um, some soup and some coleslaw um, and tea. Um, so, um, and then we drove here to the Hustai National Park. Um, so tomorrow, um, we're going to get up early and, and try to go see some wild horses. I guess there's like 300 or so wild horses that have been reintroduced to the, to the National Park. Um, so hopefully we'll get a chance to spot some of those. Um, I did see coming in, I did see a herd of domesticated horses, Although they looked wild because they were just running freely, you know, no fences or anything. Um, it was really cool to see. I just couldn't grab my camera quick enough to take a picture or video of it. Um, hey, come on in. I'm doing a little podcast. Do you know podcast? Ah, podcast. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Do you want to say hi? <laughs> this is Gure, my guide. Ah, you're doing podcast. Yeah, so I record it and then put it on a website. Oh, okay. okay yeah. yeah. Is that the coal? Yeah. Oh wow! You just okay. throw you just throw it all in there like that, huh? Yeah. Cool. So they just they just brought me some coal for my stove. That should warm things up really good. Okay. All right. I'll see you at dinner. Thank you.
Um, so they just brought me some coal for my stove. Um, that should, they just threw the whole bag in, so uh, that should get things going real quick. Um, this year is really cool. It's it's um, it's got some sort of insulated padding, and then um, it's like a wooden frame. There's like a wooden lattice around the walls, and then almost looks on the top almost looks like one of those like fancy drink umbrellas with these like little slats that go into the the lattice slats. Okay. Yeah, you want to say hi? Hi, my name is Gure. I'm from Mongolia. Yeah. I'm serving uh, for Zach. Yeah. We nice. are doing a trip. <laughs> yeah. So t- t- tell me, uh, talk about where did we go today? Uh, today we went to Chinggis uh, Khan Horseman Statue. Yeah. And then uh, Teruj National Park. Uh, what, what's the, say the name again? Teruj National Park. Teruj National Park. So there we mm. see a uh, giant granite rock that called uh, Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock. And then we went up to the uh, meditation temple. Mm-hmm. It was quite snowy. Yeah. Do you know how old that temple is? <laughs> um, it made um, 1990s. Okay. Yeah. So after the after Soviet. became okay. uh, democratic. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you said a lot of um, temples were destroyed during yeah. the Soviet era. Yeah. That's from 1938. All uh, monasteries were closed. Yeah. And very few are uh, remaining as original. Yeah. But most are just gone and destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we later came here at the Hostanation Park. Yeah. So tomorrow morning we're gonna see the uh, the wild Prusovsky horses. Horse what, what's it called? Prozovsky horse. Prozovsky horse. So I would like showing you the information center okay. later when you get free. Okay. Then you can see the pictures. Cool. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, just tell t- for anyone that hasn't been to Mongolia, tell. Tell my listeners, like, what is it like in Mongolia? Like, what, what can they expect to see when they come to Mongolia? Um, yeah, people expect to see very openness, mm-hmm. like wide space. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the country we call uh, fence-free. Fence-free, uh, okay. And then cool. you see the livestock just, you know, here and there quite yeah. everywhere. But you don't see them inside the fence. Yeah. That's very different. People seem amazed. Yeah. Uh, when you do such a big trip, uh, one. Is that, that's just because the local people kind of they kind of keep track of their own livestock and they they know which yeah, ones are theirs. The field is like a shared field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, in one place, anyone's animals could come and graze. So maybe yeah. today someone's and another day another ones. Yeah. Uh, like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you. Do such a big trip, uh, people notice different landscapes also. Yeah. So today, no, I was just saying how we saw saw a herd of domesticated horses running yeah. around. That was really yeah. cool. I wish yeah. I had taken a picture, but yeah, the window was a bit uh, frosted. Yeah, yeah. it's too frosted. <laughs> Do you know how cold it is right now? Um, I was looking at it over the forecast. It said like. Uh, minus 25 Celsius. Celsius. Oh, I'll have to look that uh, up because earlier... Maybe, yeah, yeah. Right. In the evening, maybe now about 20s, maybe? 20s. 20, minus, minus 20s. 20 Celsius. Yeah. yeah. So earlier it was minus 14, and I looked it up, and it was yeah. 6 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's probably... Minus 20 must be like below zero. Yeah, wow. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. 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 So what do you like to do in the wintertime when it gets this cold? Just stay in your home, or do you go outside? Um, we just stay inside, but 
you have to go outside when you go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're uh, doing nothing, you just stay inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you go. Thanks okay. for talking to yeah. my friends okay. back home. Okay. Yeah. And then later we could, I could show you the information. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just be a few more minutes, yeah, and then sure. I'll just come up to the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Gray. So um, that was Gray, my guide. Um, he was a really nice guy. <coughs> and, um, yeah, so I'll just rewind. Um, I'm not sure where I left off on my last podcast, but <clears throat> I think I was somewhere on the train. I had made friends with the Swedish guys. Um, later on, there were there were a few more people came onto the train, namely um, this guy Paolo from France who his – I think his father or his mother is English, so he's actually kind of got a British accent, which is interesting. Really nice guy. There was a couple um, ladies from uh, Switzerland and then some other Mongolian people and stuff. So um, we got the chance to see Lake Baikal from the train. That was really cool. The whole train ride was such a cool experience. Um, obviously, you know, it's uh, – um, hard not being able to take a shower for four and a half days, but, um, but you know, you get through it and you, um, you kind of, uh, just make the best of it. And, um, and the food and the restaurant car is really good. Um, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just a unique experience. Just, just seeing the, the inner interior of Russia, um, if I were to do it over again and some future date, I would – I'll probably buy individual segments so I can stop at certain places and um, and be able to, you know, get out and see like Irkutsk or see Lake Baikal or see some of those other spots. Um, but for what for what I did, it was, it was a great experience. Um, so I arrived in Ulaanbaatar and um, Bogey – She's like uh, another guide or I think she's affiliated with the Golden Gobi Hostel somehow. Um, took me to the hostel and there's a few other people there. It wasn't packed. Um, I have I got my own private room this time. Um, uh, there's a guy, Renee, who's a really interesting dude. He is, I think, originally Kazakh. Um but he lives on an island in the middle of Lake Baikal. So he does like guided tours and and like I guess in the summertime does like boat excursions and other stuff. And then in the wintertime that when the lake freezes over, they go like ice skating on the lake and do all this stuff. He just really interesting dude. He's also a runner. Um, and, um, and then I met a Japanese guy named Ken from Saitama. Um, and then another Korean guy and, uh, it's just, yeah, it's a nice hostel. It's right by this one main street with a lot of like restaurants and stuff. Um, it was snowing off and on when I got there. Everybody was saying how the air quality in Ulaanbaatar is horrible and you can't breathe or whatever. I didn't experience that. Maybe it's just not cold enough yet. Uh, I guess a lot of people operate their own personal coal stoves, so there's a lot of coal smoke or something. But maybe that's later in the winter. I'm not sure, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just it's just it's pretty cold. Um, so, oh, and then uh, I was happy to find a few convenience stores that had onigiri, so they had kind of like a Mongolian style onigiri, and those were really good. And I 
I ate like four of those. Um, and, uh, oh, and then Nikuman, they had some Nikuman too. There's, they're basically bao, like a sort of a dumpling type of thing. Um, you you know what I'm talking about. If you see it, you, you'd recognize it. Um, <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so I just really just had like a day in, um, in Ulaanbaatar just to rest and shower. Oh my gosh. Taking a shower was the most glorious shower ever. Um, and, uh, just, just kind of hung out. Um, I went to, um, this restaurant and had some sort of Mongolian dish. It was like beef and rice and vegetables. And it was really good. Um, the power went out in the middle of, of, of the lunch, but, uh, but it was fine. They, they just lit candles for everybody. Um, so I, Really, I hadn't, haven't gotten, and I probably won't get a chance to really, like, explore Ulaanbaatar, but I think that's not really, like, I think that's totally okay. I think, really, it's um, just about getting out into the to the countryside and seeing the beautiful, like, open spaces, as, as Gray mentioned. Um, so I'm not entirely sure the itinerary. I know we're going to go look for, like, wild horses and, and probably ride horses at some point tomorrow. And then tomorrow night, going to stay with a nomadic family. So I'm not sure what the accommodations will be like, if it'll be another yurt or something else. But um, that should be a cool experience. So I think I mentioned I didn't really have um, – I kind of – well, I didn't screw up the time. It was just like when I went to buy the, the Trans-Mongolian ticket, they only run on certain days um, – and so I had to actually wait probably longer than I would have um, to not to buy the ticket, but for the departure date. Um, so I was actually in Moscow maybe a little bit longer than I expected, um, which only left not counting arrival and departure days. It only left like three solid days in, in Mongolia. So I basically um, booked this this tour. Um, that I'm on right now. Um, and, but I think, I think three days should be enough. It's pretty cold. And I think, um, I think it'll be a good chance to just get a taste of Mongolia and get a feel for it and stuff and meet some people and stay with a family one night and stay here in this year tonight. Um, so I'm happy. I'm totally happy about it. Um, and then I am very much looking forward to, um, going to Japan. I'm leaving on Friday for Osaka. Um, so that should be really fun. Um, and then beyond that, going to, uh, Hong Kong, um, <clears throat> and visiting a friend of mine there, um, who says that, like, she basically said like the protests are, are really nuts. And it's, 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 it's all likely that like trains will be shut down at certain times and, and stuff. So we'll see. It'll just be, uh, adventure, I guess. I try not to get hit with any tear gas rounds. Um, so yeah, um, enjoying my time here in Mongolia. I'll send another update. Um, there's not much else to do. I'm just kind of in the yurt by myself, um, with my stove and, and, uh, hopefully I'll get some tea and we're gonna have dinner later. Um, but yeah, so I'll keep this one short and um having a good time but i'm also thinking about home a lot and looking forward to seeing everybody seeing my dogs and uh, i got a 
trip to Tahoe planned for after I get back and love to see my sister's new house and just see friends and family and other people. So, um, yeah, this feels like, this feels like it's kind of the, the, not downward in terms of bad, but it's like the, the coasting towards the finish line of this trip. Um, and it's been an amazing trip. I'll, I'll do like a big mega recap at the end, uh, of everything that I've done. Um, but yeah, it's just been incredible and it continues to be surprising and, and fun and adventurous and stuff and all that good stuff. So I will sign out and hope all everyone is doing well. And I will talk to you next podcast. Yeti sweaty Yeti out.